Alrighty, what's happening everybody? Happy Friday as always. Today, I'm going to talk about something that popped up as a question with a member the other day, and I thought I was like, man, this is a great segue into a podcast. I love, it's funny, because like for me, I have a bunch of ideas on podcasts and topics, and then every time I have an idea, another one pops up literally a couple days before, and that's how we land on this one. So this is going to be what I think the key to youthfulness and happiness and energy and vitality, and no, it is not an exercise program, nutrition tip, or supplement. It is something that I think we all do as kids. We tend to get back as we're older, um, and we tend to kind of fade away from it a little bit in our, uh, you know, 20 years old, probably till most people until they retire. So, and that is the importance of play and the importance of hobbies and uh, why it's such an important piece to my lifestyle and how it helps me kind of find balance and it's an easy place for me to kind of just get into a state of flow and it's something for me that I'm always working on getting better at. So I want to kind of dive deep into just normal day, modern day society of how humans run their lives as adults and why the importance of having these hobbies and having this kind of free play built into the routine is such an important vital piece to our lifestyle. Um, So number one, think about it this way. Because this question, you know, popped up, and I'm sure it obviously happens a lot to people where they kind of just get stuck in this rat race, right? And we think about we go to school as kids, you know, high school, college. We obviously have friends. There's sports. There's probably some level of hobby and kind of play still there. Then we get out of school, and then the whole adulting thing happens, right? Where we get a job. We start working to the job. We're trying to climb the ladder of our job and our role and get good at our work. Um, and the next thing you know, you're kind of just living this routine, right? Especially during the weekdays, obviously weekends tends to be a little bit different for some people. And, you know, you know, people in California at least tend to do a little bit more stuff outside because, uh, we live in an environment that's conducive to it, but no matter where you live, this is important to understand. Think about the weekdays. Most people are waking up to an alarm clock, making breakfast or coffee early in the morning, or at least stopping on the way to work to get it. Um, going to work all day, or maybe now not even going to work anymore. Maybe you're just making your coffee and just going to your, your office chair inside of your house. Working from 7, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, whatever time people start, even 10, 11 for some people here. And then working themselves all the way till 4, 5, or 6 p.m. at night. And then you get off of work, and you either might have time to do something for yourself like a workout or... Maybe you just go straight home to doing kind of chores, or maybe you got kids and family stuff that you got to be accommodating to. You eat dinner with a friend or a family or a significant other or your roommate or by yourself, and then you watch TV or some people play video games or some people do something along those lines. And that's kind of the day, Monday through Friday, right? And what ends up happening, and this is something that I see that happens with clients a lot, is they kind of just fall into like this almost like a borderline mild state of depression, because you're just doing the same kind of rat race routine over and over and over and over again. And it's very easy to get consumed by work as an adult. Um, and it's very easy to kind of just lose that sense of, ah, what do I want to, like, I, I want to use a different word, but I'm going to keep repeating myself here. I want to, you, you lose this sense of play. And it's hard to get into these states of flow because you just get into this consistency of the routine, right? So, now, hobbies and play for people are, could be very, very different, right? So I'm just going to obviously use personal things for me 
Um, and then obviously you guys will kind of talk about different things and what those kind of forms can be for people. So for me, I'll give you the most recent one. Last year during the pandemic, I actually picked up golf and I fell in love with golf. Um, for me, it was a sense when I got out of sports and just competition period that I wanted to do something that is, I don't want to say athletic. I want to say semi-athletic. There's a lot of coordination. There's still a lot of skill required to be good at it. Um, I am okay at it. I wouldn't say good. Was definitely not good when I first started playing last year. Um, but me personally, I have a personality that I, lo- I love learning things, right? And I, I want to be a forever learner. I'm obsessed with education. I'm obsessed with kind of self-education, more importantly. Um, and I love learning new skills, right? And then one of the cool things to just like hack the neurochemistry in the human body is, you know, every time you have a new skill and you get a little better at it, you get this instant little hit of dopamine, right? It's just this instant gratification of like, boom, cool, I did something, I'm progressing. Um, and something that we talk about here at Functional Lifestyles inside the gym and why we like to measure so many things and why we, you know, we measure movement screen, we measure, you know, the weights and the times that you're doing inside the gym, we measure body composition is because the more data points that we can have for each client, the easier it is to kind of access or assess how the improvements are going, right? Because uh, a lot of times when you think about just, just this kind of conversation inside the gym, most people only think about how the gym's going based off the number on the scale. And that is the farthest thing from the truth. It's a part of it. It's a big metric. But there's also, what if you are getting stronger? What if you are more flexible? What if you're faster? What if you're more coordinated? What if you have better mechanics and motor control? You know, what if you're eating better? What if your energy is better? Like, naturally, obviously, hopefully the composition will follow. But it's not the only metric, right? But what's cool is when you track multiple things is anytime you see that improvement with a client that goes, oh, shit, like now I can actually bend over and touch my toes. Or, hey, now I can actually squat my body weight or whatever it might be. That is that instant little dopamine rush that we get, and that's the thing that fuels motivation, right? So the one thing about motivation with our lifestyle in general that we have to remember is motivation is generally a derivative of progress, right? And if we're not making progress in subjects or our routine or whatever we're doing, we tend to get demotivated over time. And now this, unfortunately, and this could be a whole separate podcast, I think one of the things that most modern-day humans really lack Is the discipline to be able to sit and do something that might be boring to you or sit and be able to do something that requires, you know, constant attention. And this is where I think so many people are always switching jobs. They're in and out of new relationships. They're moving to different places because they're always trying to chase a different stimulus to have that new kind of reward. Now, for me, when I look at relationships, I do not want to be a person that has a divorce. I want to be in a relationship. I am in a long relationship so far, the longest I've had. Um, and I want that to be a forever thing. What I do with my business, I want to do forever. So there's a couple of things for me that I try to make a staple. Is like these are things that I want to do forever, and I have to be consistent. And there will be periods and these lulls where we had a, we almost feel bored, right? And most humans nowadays, unfortunately, when they get bored, they need a new stimulus, right? And this is where I think uh, social media for so many people has screwed them up, is because they're always constantly getting this bombardment of information, information, creative. It's it's something. It's always a new stimulus. And uh, this is where I think to kind of segue into the hobby thing for me is cool because with my work, I've now done it for 14 years and I want to reach a level of mastery. I want, I really do want to be the best at what I do and I've devoted my life and I've devoted my time and education every single day in order for myself to get better. I'm not the best, but I'm striving towards that. Um, but what I've realized with things like golf or things like mountain biking or things like surfing or things like snowboarding or things like I, for me, my hobbies tend to be a little bit more sport and extreme sport. For some people, it can be 
It can be art. It could be building. It could be gardening. It could be, it could be whatever, right? And that's the coolest thing about hobby is like hobby is a form of play, right? And when you think about movement and exercise, I think too many of us are solely focused on the exercise routine. Um, not to discredit that at all, but we have to look at things like movement and the importance of movement and daily movement of walking and being you know a normal human being and not just being stuck in the chair but then inside of that movement conversation could then become things like play um i personally speaking for myself here and probably a lot of clients or a lot of people listening to this uh, aerobic training like going on a run or going on a bike ride for most people is not something that's exciting i can't stand doing stationary cardio work some people love peloton and treadmills and stationary rowers i personally like will incorporate it into a 10 15 minute kind of conditioning format workout but i can't see myself doing that for 30 45 minutes or an hour at a time multiple times a week forever it's not it's not exciting for me um you know living in california and paying as much money as we do to live here i want to use what i live in so this is why for me mountain biking versus a peloton is way more engaging and it's way more interactive um, and that's why things like surfing versus swimming or, you know, it's just it's a fun way to kind of integrate exercise and movement, but into a play right into more of a play format. And these things that become hobbies for us and some of them just become recreational things that we do every once in a while with friends. And some of them become things that you actually are really, really, really into. And that's freaking super important for what we do. And that's the stuff that really keeps us. For me, it keeps me young, right? And this is why I use the word as the best kept secret for just youthfulness and happiness is because it keeps me excited about something. There's like, for me, I went golfing two days ago with my parents and it's like, I have something to look forward to that gets me out of the very typical routine of just eating, working out, working and going home and spending time with my girlfriend. Not that any of those are bad, not that I don't enjoy any of those, but it's that little spark, right? It's that one thing in my week that's a little different that I get to look forward to. Um, and for some people, it's, it could be something that's independent done by yourself. And for other people, it could be something that's like, hey, I go play soccer with a group of friends on Sundays and whatever, right? So the importance of having these things built into the routine, um, and I think why I want to keep this conversation more targeted towards people that are probably within 20, 25 years old upwards to retirement is because this is where we lose it. Everyone gets stuck in the rat race of you have to work for a living, you're going to raise a family, you're going to buy a house, you're just going to you know spend most of your waking hours just trying to survive and make money and live and do those things. But there's not like outside of like obviously vacation time, there's not a lot of things that people do at an individual level for themselves, right? Obviously, like for me spending time with my dog and my girlfriend, I enjoy and I love. I love what I do for work. I'm not one of those few people that probably does enjoy being at work versus vacation. So that might make that scenario a little bit different for me, but there is a lot of people that I work or talk to with clients that are like, yeah, it works work, man. It's like, it's the thing that pays the bills. I'm not, I'm not obsessed with it. You know, obviously they like going home. They like shutting off, but most of the things that we're doing are just kind of, I don't want to call them distractions, but they're just kind of a really easy way to kind of just keep yourself going and relax, but more importantly, just like shut off. It's not engaging. Me going home and watching Netflix or me going home and scrolling on my phone, they're not engaging, right? They're things that are just distractions and they're background noise and the white noise going on. You know, it's nice to have something that you're actually working on and working towards. The coolest thing about being an employee versus an employer is as an employer, we tend to take work home with us, right? Work is something that I dream about. I think it about. I'm always trying to optimize. I'm always trying to work on what can I do better for my clients? What can I do better for my employers? Um, as an employee, one thing that I did love about being an employee when I was is I was really 
it was pretty easy for me to shut off. When I was not at work, I'm not thinking about work. And I think that's important to be able to kind of segregate these things and, you know, have those different masks that you wear that when you're at work, you're at work, nothing else matters. When I'm at home, it's about my girlfriend. It's about my dog. It's about what it's shutting down and relaxing. When I'm at my friends or with my friends on the weekends, it's about spending time and enjoying that. You know, when I'm at the gym, I'm working out. I'm not trying to think about work or my girlfriend or anything else. Like it's, it's about being present in those things. Um, but a lot of us, we tend to just be like, okay, we're working for money. We're going home. And then when we are home, like this is the one thing that just completely frustrates me about modern day humans. And this is something I'm definitely a victim of every once in a while too, is how many times I'll see people at dinner on a date and be on their fucking phone the whole time. Right. Or when people are at home, they're not even engaging in conversation. They're on their phone. They're on their computer. They're watching TV. They're silent against each other. Like this human connection is what makes us human. We are biologically hardwired to be with other humans. The social aspect of what we do as human beings is something that is so overlooked. And this is where we screwed up in the pandemic, I think, big time, which is another thing that I'm obviously not going to dive into because that's not what I want to dive into. Um, But the hobbies are the thing that you can do for yourself, right? It's the one thing that you have something that you are personally passionate about excited about and you're something that's constantly challenging you to work on yourself right not to say that you shouldn't challenge yourself in a relationship or in your work but those for some people not to say there's obviously no passion either in a relationship but it's not for themselves like a relationship is a two-way thing right like in a relationship it's about not only doing what i want to do in a relationship and finding that partner that's aligned with that but it's also like hey there's some things that maybe i am not used to that I do for my girlfriend as well. But when it comes to hobbies, like for me, golfing is one of those things that I I just fell in love with. Love water sports, so wakeboarding, surfing, obviously snowboarding, frozen water. Uh, I'm a car guy, so being on my Harley, driving, taking my car on a ride, those are things for me. And they become literally meditative in their way of how how the movement and the response is, right? So it's a great way for me to get extra movement in. Hopefully, we know we can look at some hobbies being a little bit more physically oriented, but they don't always need to be. Being on a Harley ride is not exercise. You know, painting or doing something like that, that's not necessarily exercise, but it's restorative, right? And this is the one thing that you'll hear me preach a lot in these podcasts and something if you've been following me for a while already hear, you know, hear me preach about all the time is your stimulus and input If it is stronger and it is stronger than your recovery protocol, you will burn out, right? And this is something that I think I see is ever so common nowadays that people talking about burnout. I'm burnt out at my job. It's like they're working 20, 30, 40 hours a week like normal people. Or I'm burnt out in my relationship. I'm burnt out in my life. I'm burnt out in school. Um, If you're burnt out, you're not doing the right thing, right? You're not aligned with what your life goals are and what your purpose is in life. Um, And that is probably the most important thing you should look at when you talk about, you know, happiness and longevity and stress reduction and just living a good life. Like at the end of the day, like life can be short. And if you don't learn how to enjoy it, you don't learn how to become omnipresent with every single day. Um, you are going to live a very anxious, depressed, stress-filled life. And that is not the way any human wants to live. And this is where, unfortunately, majority of all diseases start. Starts up here. Find ways to connect with yourself. Find ways to do things for yourself. And I personally think the best way to do that is by having hobbies, having a, some form of play, having something that puts you into a flow state. It doesn't require energy to just to get you there. For some people, they have to go, fuck. 
got work or fuck i have this appointment or fuck i have this event right it's like you want to have things like fuck yeah i'm looking forward to like i go golfing or i'm gonna go on a harley ride or i'm gonna go you know whatever that might be like i said i don't want to talk about like what my formats are everyone has a different form of playing hobby find that thing and if you feel like you've fallen away from that because family has gotten the way or work has gotten the way or life has gotten the way Make sure that you can schedule that at least once a week, right? So the last thing I want to leave you guys with today is just a little bit more of a practical, tactical approach to it. How do I do this? What is the thing that actually makes you the most passionate that is outside of the very typical normal rat race of work and family and relationships and those kind of things? What's something that you enjoy? And if that's swimming, if that's drawing, that's writing, if that's singing, if that's dancing, if that's car rides or Harley rides or sports or extreme sports, whatever that thing is, once a week, give yourself that time. Block it out in your schedule just like I block out workouts, just like I block out appointments. I block out everything in my schedule. I will block out Wednesday from 3 to 8. I blocked out my schedule. Golfing with parents, right? And whatever that might be for you, block that out and make sure you make that a consistent thing. I am telling you, there is nothing better for your psyche and your kind of stress reduction in general to have that thing that is just it gives you energy, right? If you look at things in life, there's generally kind of two scenarios. There's things that take energy from you and kind of drain your cup. And there's things that give you energy, right? And they fill your cup. And for some people, that's friends, that's family. But there's also things like that on the independent level, the hobbies, right? Find that play. Get out of the norm. Try to you know get out of this typical structure that we all live in and this box that we feel like we have to do because that play, that freedom, that hobby, that sense of always working on a new skill and bettering yourself and more importantly actually being excited about bettering yourself, not because there's a monetary backing or fueling from your boss encouraging you to do that, not because you're being told by your parents and not because you're being told by your significant other because you want to do it, right? And if you can be the person that's you know behind the driver's seat of this, I'm telling you, you will immediately start to see this head change. You'll immediately start to see an outlook of like, hey, this is something I'm actually really excited about doing. And that, for me, keeps me young, keeps me happy. It's the quickest way to reduce stress. It's the quickest way for me to get into a flow state and enjoy what I'm doing and want to get better, unless I'm doing shitty at golf and I can get mad, but that's a whole different subject. Um... And like I said, I think at the end of the day, we have to remember life's is, it's how you live it. It's not what you're told to do. And too many of us are just living under accordance of rules of other people and, you know, living under the opinions of other people. And I don't want to tell you to break all the laws and fuck everyone else, but fuck everyone else and break some laws every once in a while if that's what makes you happy, right? You don't have to do anything that other people are telling you. You do what makes you happy. And at the end of the day, finding what makes you happy and doing that more consistently it's the easiest way to get happy, right? All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you listening as always. I hope you guys got something to take away from this. As always, remember that on Spotify, it's under Corey Mayu. Um, and on Apple Podcasts and all the other platforms, it's under Pursuit of Balance. I don't know why it's like that on Spotify. Subscribe to the show, please. I love, obviously, having people that can kind of take away valuable information to better their lives. Um, share it with people if you feel like you're getting some value out of this. Um, and as always, I'll see you guys next Friday. I'm doing these weekly. I try to keep all the podcasts 15 to 25 minutes. I try to keep them like a car ride podcast. Listen is my kind of philosophy. Um, and for those that want to read about it and not just hear about it, go to functional-lifestyles.com. Click on the little button at the front that says sign up for the newsletter. We do email newsletters. We do two to three of them a week. One of them is going to be a little bit longer format, which is what I'll talk about on the podcast. 
Um, and as always, thanks for listening. And for those that are listening to today, obviously, I don't know how many damn subscribers or followers I have, but if you are, we are doing a member outing tomorrow, August 7th, Saturday from 1 to 5. It's kind of a social for member event for the gym. Everyone is welcome. Bring friends, family. It's a cool way to get the community together. It's a cool way to kind of just relax and get out of this uh, normal gym life routine and kind of be able to relax and be normal human beings. So as always, take care. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening.